Welcome everyone to Fire and Dice Podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We are I here. am your gracious host, oh Bradley Hamilton, God. coming from the great white north of Alaska. Still white, by the way. We got about three or four feet of snow on the ground. Holy oh, cow, um, that's a lot. It is. Yeah, it's crazy. It usually doesn't break up till mid-April or so. But we are now currently at the height of the coronavirus. The world has temporarily shut down and moved online, which is <laughs> such a bummer for people like us that love to spend all day inside, of course. you know, <laughs> Sarcasm, right. It's the worst. I hate it. <laughs> no, it's the best. I've I, I've been playing so much Minecraft. Let me tell you, it's it See, that's not great. Healthy. It's not as good for people who can't work because they work in a school. Yeah, that's like true. Uh, <laughs> anyway, today we have, of course, coming from Chicago, Tommy Johnson. That is me. I'm the Goblin Rogue Exioc. We got Jeffrey Leadham. You mean uh, Marcus Smith, his trusted companion, Toby. Toby. Of course. Toby the Platadillo. Yeah. And from Seattle, the heart of the coronavirus, Matt Wolf. <laughs> I play here. <coughs> oh, no. 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 <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, comedic timing. It's the best. Okay, I'll get I'll get Matthew Mercer to replace me next week. Oh, sweet. I mean, awesome. no. Uh, no. Uh, no, we like Matt. <laughs> we like this Matt better. Don't tell Matt Mercer. <laughs> and and who's Matt playing? Cough cough. I play Herak. The, the bird bard. The bird bard. Herak the bird bard. Bird bard. Herak just has so much weight behind the name. We don't even just need to say it anymore. You know. I know. I you know. know what? I I agree it's actually. Just, we're on a phrase, first name basis. All right. Let's just uh, jump right into it. So last time our heroes returned from the desert, just two of them, unfortunately, and Forgot. met up with. A guy named Marcus, uh, who has a platadillo, uh, after they were assaulted in the alley by three well-groomed, goateed, black-cloaked figures, they spent a couple minutes fighting them with the aid of Marcus, who turns out to be quite a competent fighter in his own right, and was able... You were able to subdue them. One of them tried to escape. You chased them down into the streets uh, in the middle of town and uh, stabbed them in front of everyone. Yeah, that was insane. So uh, <laughs> decided you needed to lay low. You heard that the boss, quote unquote, whoever that is, would be coming into town later that night and went back to Marcus's shop to get to know him a little bit and to kind of let things die down. You went out looking for a little bit of food. Marcus, you found an uh, elderly beggar who seemed to have a magic item around his waistline, mm -hmm. decided not to go prowling around for it. Magic undergarments. I like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> you were able to discern that whatever would be happening would be taking place at the rest pit. Borden seemed to be on edge about things. Everyone seemed to know something was going down, but nobody was talking about it. And you saw a black cloak figure enter without a word and head downstairs. You all sneakily decided to follow him, not really knowing what eyes were preying on you at the time, and made your way downstairs past where Hirok had stayed that very first night, past the rooms that you guys had all bought and acquired for these upcoming few days, and down to the very end of the hallway where you found a door that opened up into a closet with a trap door underneath leading down into darkness. And that is where we left off. All right. I would like to search for traps. That would be an investigation check. Sweet. I'm not about to uh, have my character die because he got stabbed in the hand by a spike. <laughs> Tommy, that never happens. Uh, <laughs> uh, ten total. Oh, gosh. 
you look around this trap door and like you figure it should be trapped uh-huh. by all rights, but it doesn't look like there's anything there. Okay. Uh, is it unlocked? You try to pull it a little bit and it does seem to be locked from the Okay. Other, then other I side. would, I would, oh, from the other side? Yeah. Uh, as in like you, there's a lo- uh, keyhole, but like it's locked from the other side. Oh, okay. Okay. Looks like, uh, looks like this is a job for me. I pull out my uh, thieves tools and I would like to pick it. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll a uh, thieves tools check. Thieves tools check is a, uh, dang it, a eight total. <laughs> I have no inspiration. This is the worst. I'd like to push him inside and go, let me show you how it's done. Well, first off. Dang it. Dang it. Exioc, you take out your tools. and I'm going to set off an alarm. Try to open up this lock and you feel around with the tumblers over the past weeks or so you've dealt with some pretty difficult locks and tumblers. Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, have had different (laughs) makes and shakes. This one seems to be pretty easy by comparison. Sweet. As you're going through, like all the tumblers are right in front of you and it's just a matter of sliding them off to the side. And the problem is there's just like eight tumblers that you have to make work your way through. So there's just a lot of them. And as you're working through, you are getting a little quicker at it, a little bit more careless until you hear a click. And you realize you're only on the seventh tumbler. Uh Uh-oh. And you take your thieves tools out. They're still intact. Uh, You try to open up the door and it doesn't budge. Oh, snap. I I think literally, didn't that break a tool? Don't you only have like five of them? No, my tools are fine, but, uh, <clears throat> but uh, I wait. Hold on. <laughs> what voice am I in? <laughs> I need uh, to keep things straight. I think you are still in costume, but there's no one else I around. Am. Okay. Yeah. Well, Marcus is around. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. Well, my tools are fine, but I believe something is amiss. <laughs> I forgot. I'm pretty sure I'm. Uh. Oh, what did I say? My name was. Uh, you're definitely not Lloyd anymore. You're, I know uh, I'm not Lloyd. Oh, wait, no. He still thinks I'm Lloyd. Okay, I can talk in my Lloyd voice. Okay. Sorry, folks. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, uh... Drat. Well, it seems like uh, something is amiss. My tools are fine, but I'm worried I might have done something wrong. Hmm. Toby, Should I give it another go? Toby, guard the door, and I'm going to start to ritual cast uh, Detect Magic. Okay. You set up your incantations, and you try to detect magic on this door. You guys sit there in silence as the minutes go by. One minute, two minutes, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Nothing seems to be happening. No sound coming from underneath. The ritual finishes casting, and you detect that there is no magic on this door. Okay. I detect that you there's a spell called lock and that you just <laughs> didn't do good enough. I think you should just try again. I think I sh- I shoot you the dirtiest look and I but I turn towards the lock. <laughs> I'm going to try my thieves tools. Oh. Exiac, you are being replaced, sir. My eyes narrow. Ooh. I'm 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 uh seething. So that is a 16. <laughs> I say, "Okay, watch out on watch out on Tumblr 7 so I okay. can take credit if this works." As you say that, you hear a louder pop as the door opens up just a little bit. Oh, this is delicious. (laughs) 
Uh, I loosened it up for you. <laughs> and I would like to peer in carefully, looking for any traps that I may have, like, armed. Yeah, give me an, an investigation check. Can I assist him since I'm There's right there? There's an 11. Uh, you can assist him. Tommy, okay. go and roll with advantage. Uh, another one. Ooh, 21. You see that there is a little wire that runs along the left down through around the hinges. It almost is flushed with the door. It's very hard to see, mm-hmm. but it disappears into the wall. So you don't know what it means. Okay. Can I – I would like to drop a silver coin through the hole. Okay. You drop it, and you hear a dink about a second later. Okay. And then I would like to uh, do the same thing but hit the wire – like kind of flick it at the wire and take a step like back. You flick it at the wire and the wire moves. You don't know what it did, but. Why do okay. magic still isn't going off on this at all? Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll open the trap door all the way cautiously. I would like okay. to hold the string while he does that. <laughs> if I can. Yeah. You guys can manage to finagle your way to open it up. And you look down, and there is light coming from below. Uh, the path goes down for a solid 40 feet of a ladder that leads downwards. So it goes pretty deep into the earth here. Is the wire going back up to the bar, or is it going deeper into the... The wire leads along the bottom side of the trap door leading into the hinges, and then disappears into the wall on the hinge side of the door. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, if it's not a trap then it must be a security system. Hopefully they don't, they, hopefully we didn't set it off. Uh, I'm going to make my way to start heading down the ladder, looking for traps as I go. Wait, can, can we lock the door behind us? Yeah, I'm telling Toby to get on my back real quick. Yeah, so let's... There's not a metal clanking thing. Yeah, Toby hops on and just kind of does the mama bear thing. <laughs> he like rolls up in a ball, rolls towards me, and then just opens up and hugs me. Oh, yeah. You see, like, little compartments open up on the side of Toby as a strap, like, ties itself around his waist. Cool. Is it a is it a back back baby Bjorn or a front baby (laughs) Bjorn? It's a back baby Bjorn. Okay. But you can see now that Toby is moving with uh, Nate, or sorry, (laughs) Rip, Um, Marcus. No, you can't just name drop him like that. I'm sorry. I'm going to cry. He's not making any noise now. Sweet. So who? what's the marching order here? Uh, I'll go first. Marcus, will you lock the door behind us? Sure. And I'll climb down like slowly and checking each rung to make sure they're secure and not rigged. Investigation. Uh, 23. You descend downwards into the darkness here. So I just realized that I need to retcon something. So at the end of the episode last time, I said that there was a trap door that leads into darkness, but you guys hadn't actually opened up the trap door yet. So that was my bad. That's okay. I I forgive you. Yeah, we're good. And the rungs on the ladder themselves are secure enough. They feel like they're made out of good solid wood and they might have rebar on the inside of them. You're not quite sure, but it doesn't feel like uh, they're going to be budging at all as you're walking and climbing down here. I need stealth checks from all of you guys. Oh, here we go. Mm. From everyone? Everyone. 21. 14 for Hirak. And uh, 12 for... Do you want me, Do I need to roll a separate one for Toby at all? Or no? no, because he took precautions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so just 12. Okay. 
Good to know. Marcus, you are having a little bit of trouble with the cumbersome load of Toby as you're walking down. Uh, and it's not entirely silent. So You make some jingles. Exioc, you reach the bottom first. There's do. a doorway. I pick up opens, my coins. There's a door that opens up into a hallway that leads down straight in front of you for about 60 feet. About 30 feet down, there's a door on the right and there's a door on the left. Um, you don't see any figures here in the hallway, but there are torches and sconces lit on the right and the left of this rough-hewn uh, stone passageway that leads underground. Okay. Well... Seems pretty straightforward. Okay. So uh, keep going. I move slowly along the wall, searching for traps as we go. I would like to move up to the next corner and, like, peek my head around. Okay. Would you like to look to the right or to the left? Is it a T? Uh, it is a four-way junction. Oh, four-way junction. I will look to the left. So I would have walked along the left wall and then stopped like peer tucked my ears back and peered around. Oh wait, I think I have a hood on. Okay, so never yeah. mind. I peer around. As you get to this four-way, you see the path like I said continues forward for another 30 feet and that leads down to a heavy wooden door. Mm -hmm. To the right and to the left, there are two closed doors. And so you turn and you just see uh to the left there is a closed door right in front of you. Okay, I would like to check quickly to the other way. Also a door. So okay. I I kind of on either side of the hallway here. I kind of relax a little bit, turn around and say, <laughs> All right, well we got three options here. What's behind door number one? Aha, <laughs> very funny. I mean, right is always right, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, I don't know. Alright, let's head to the right. You go over to the right, the door is unlocked. I would like to Look through the keyhole first. Oh, okay. Give me a perception check. Uh, that's a nine total. You look through, and all you can really see is torchlight that is illuminating some desks and tables that are in this room. You can't really see much beyond it. There's a lot of junk and clutter in here. Okay. Looks looks like some sort of closet again. But I at this, I would start to pry it open slowly. Okay. You open it up and you see that the room is actually larger than what you originally saw. To the left and right, it extends for another 20 feet or so. On the left wall is a very disturbing sight. So that's what you see as you first open up the door because the hinges are on the right of the door. So you see this on the far left side. Okay. Um, Uh-oh. There are 10 figures that are against this far wall. Five of them are on the ground level. And then there are five of them that are on a secondary level with the... Um, stair ladder leading up to it you see these figures are strapped into iron beds that are leaned upward kind of tilted against the wall and each of them are strapped down uh, around their chest and arms and ankles to keep them from moving you can see that all of them are ever so slightly making little uh, little moaning sounds okay you glance around at the figures they seem to be just very out out of it. There are four humans here, two half-elves, and it looks like four purebred elves that are all in various states of delirium um, against here. Along the top row, as you're like kind of sussing out the different figures, on the far right, you see a familiar dark-skinned figure. 
familiar as in it's Melstony. It is Melstony. I would like to look behind the door. Yeah. All right. You open up the door and you see there are two figures that are talking to each other. Both of them are vibrantly colored in their skin. They are both purple skinned and you see that they stand not on feet, but rather uh, hooves. They have uh, tails that kind of swish behind them as they're talking and on their heads, they have uh, curled horns that come back a little bit. Uh, The one on the right has like ram curled horns and the other one has more like a gazelle. You see that their eyes are both uh, have no iris and no pupil and that they are just pure white that there's you only see the whites of their eyes do they respond to our movements in the door of opening the door it doesn't seem to have creaked and they don't seem to have noticed your presence at this point is is there a race and isn't there like a demon folk race is that them or give me a history check okay Uh, would i know these from my backstory brand uh let's see what matt rolled 18 total You've heard of a race of demon folk called tieflings before. Tieflings, that's right. It, can I identify that that's what's going on here? Are they just, or is it some sort of like conjuration demon thing? Yeah, what what you know about demon or tieflings is that they are typically seen as outcasts and evil people of society, and those are just the stories that you've heard of them. Brad, would my would uh, would Marcus know of the people that are strapped to the beds? Would he know that that's part of their, you know, way to get in? Uh, you can put two and two together. Okay. What do you mean? Is this something that we don't know? I'll explain later. Okay. Um, Exioc, what do you do? I would like I would like to I turn around and gesture to the other two, uh, with my finger to my mouth or to my lips, telling them to be quiet, and I would like to sneak over to. Milestoney. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before you go through the doorway, I point at you, and I, I, I'm casting message. I also have that cantrip. Sweet. And I, I say, we need to save these people. Like, this, like, I, I don't know who those other two are, but like, we gotta save these people, right? And I, I'm gonna respond. Not now. Now we need information. As I'm, and I'm gonna sneak over to Malstoney. I don't get to hear any of this. <laughs> can we? Can I message to Malstoney, so that to not actually enter the room? Uh, yeah, you could. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm gonna point at Malstoney, and cast message again, <clears throat> and I say, Malstoney, don't don't react. This is Hirak. I'm here to help. What's? Do you know what's going on here? You cast the message towards Malstoney. And you know you did it right, but there doesn't seem to be any reaction from him. He just seems to still be in that delirious state. Not even any disconnected words or anything? No. After seeing that the rogue is trying to head into the room, I'd like to try to wave him back. (laughs) Exioc, are you heading into the room? Uh... Yes. (laughs) Alright, that's a stealth roll from you, sir. Oh boy. Uh, 18. You step into the room... And you make your way quietly and quickly over to the stair, the ladder that leads up onto the second part where Melstoni is being held. Mm -hmm. As you get over there, you hear a voice from behind you. 
Well, isn't this curious? You quickly jerk your head around and see both of the tieflings are just standing there staring at you. Dang it. And they slowly start walking over to you, saying, A goblin in the middle of our camp. That seems a little out of place, wouldn't you say? <clears throat> yes, I, I do think it is out of place. Goblin? Who are you calling goblin? Oh, my apologies. Your short demeanor and large teeth had us assuming. The name's Lloyd. What authority do you have to be here anyway? I straightened up with my cloak. While they're talking to you, they're ever so quietly walking walking towards you okay. and clo- closing off your passage of, of escape. Yeah, that's fine. Right where I want them. In Infernal, I'd like to say, looks like somebody got in out here. Like, see if they would look towards the door at all. Wait, are we still behind the door? Are you trying to... I'm behind the door. I'm trying to distract one of them. A good idea. Go ahead and give me a deception check. (laughs) I'm great at these. Can I assist? Because I can, like, imitate any language. You can imitate things you've heard. Oh, true. So you can only repeat what he said. You can only repeat Um, what I said. Uh, So, deception. It's... A one minus one is a zero. <laughs> no. Oh no! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. He like accidentally says like, "Mommy." Yeah. <laughs> like, you see them look at each other Still. and say, "I don't know what language that was." <laughs> <laughs> he failed the language check. What? There's no way. For he a accident- language he knows. He accidentally <laughs> speaks in like gnome or whatever. <laughs> But it that... seems that we have multiple intruders in our little palace. Hmm. Well, intruders? What do you mean? I'm not an intruder. Oh, I was shush, sent. Shush, shush. I was sent Be... down here to check on the prisoners. Be calm, Exioc. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh poo! Oh great! Uh, crit twenty plus wisdom. You said twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> you see the one on the right with the ram horns. Kind of extends his fingers and does a little design in the air. And you feel a power come over you, but you shirk it off. No problem. Sweet. Uh, is this is this when I roll initiative? The other one is also going to do the same thing. You see them doing it in tandem, so I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Well, that's okay. I'm just going to roll another 20. 17? Yeah, you shirk that one off too. Wow. Good job. <laughs> oh, thank God. Get out of my head! Those wisdom throws really get you, huh? Just talking from experience. <laughs> Their calm exteriors kind of break as they share a look for a second. Nate or Marcus, are you jumping into what are you doing? I'm casting light on Toby and rolling him in there. I <laughs> suppose that means that we are rolling for initiative. Let's just try to distract the <laughs> Toby. Ready? Well, we, we don't, we don't have to make the initiative roll if I don't think we're trying to fight yet. I don't think I'm trying to fight. Let's yet, use it as a distraction. But yeah, okay. if they're if they're throwing out spells, I want to do something because if they don't have to roll initiative for attacking someone, they right. don't have to roll initiative for Exioc. As you have just staved off both of these incursions, you see a shiny platadillo <laughs> rolling rolling into the room, and you see them regain their composure. The one on the right goes, "Oh, what is this? This is curious." As soon as they turn, can I bolt up the ladder to and cut Milestoney's bindings? Okay, that's a pretty aggressive act. Now we're rolling initiative. What? <laughs> Wait, are they not distracted? I thought they were distracted. I mean, slightly distracted, but like that's a that's climbing a, a ladder that's... and cutting a prisoner out of jail is pretty. That's that's a lot of stuff going on. Dang it! Here, Eck rolled a ten. Ten too. Wow, slow boys. Yeah. Twenty-one total. Okay, 
They must have like supervision or something to be able to see me. I rolled a seventeen, an eighteen on that stealth check. Natty twenty. Yeah, I guess that laugh was some. All right, Marcus, you see Exioc turn and try to bolt up the ladder. What would you like to do? I uh, shake my head and uh, <laughs> gosh dang it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I run in there. Yeah, you have no idea who this guy is I'm going for anyway. I know. Oh, that's true. I bonus action take out the whip. So it just comes out from my arm as I burst through the door. Or quietly go through the door. You know, like, they know I'm there, but like, I don't know. I'm not trying to like kick it down or anything Well, like also, that. I'm still behind the door and they don't know I'm here. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I, I run through the door since Toby's already in there. And then I will make an attack with this magic whip on uh, the first one. And that is a 27 to hit. Yeah, that will hit. Just barely. Did you roll a 19 or something? Yes, I did roll a 19. Dang. Brad's upset. Uh, And then I rolled max damage. So he takes... um, Yes! So he takes 6 psychic and 10... What do whips do? Slashing. If it's spike, is it piercing? It's striking. We're going to call it slashing. Slashing. Very nice. So, yeah. He takes a total of 16 damage, though. Ooh, baby. But Toby will not attack this turn because I used my bonus action to get my whip out. All right. Yeah, you spring into action and absolutely dismantle this man's midsection. Woohoo! You see his eyes flash out white light. As he cries out in anger, you hear him go, ah, ah, intruders, intruders. You see him uh, hold down his waist area and like eyes burning, forces a smile and says, now why must we fight? I don't understand. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw with advantage because they are fighting you. Okay, well, that's 16 then. I'm really nervous here. Marcus, you feel instant regret for attacking your friend. Oh. I hate this spell. Oh, I hate this spell. <laughs> Matt has Matt is uh, having sixteen didn't pass. Uh, seventeen. Sorry. Um, Whatever. Was what this an ancient dragon? Seventeen's not that high, man. What? Yeah, my spell save DC's. Wait, mine is only twelve. <laughs> yeah, mine's fourteen. <laughs> well, you don't know what you just stumbled into. I know. Why'd you have to attack him? What do, you, what do you mean? We rolled initiative. This is why we should have you could have let them crabs for two hours. You could have coming in here. You could have let them take me and then surprise them, and then we could have learned more info. Either anyway, way, we're That's fighting now. Marcus, you are upset that you just made a mistake. You are considered charmed, and until you receive direct action, uh, you will not be attacking either of these two people. Do I get to make the save if I see them attack any of my allies? I don't think that's how it works. So, so how does <laughs> what, it... what spell am I under the effect of? You are under the effect of charm person, sir. So does that mean he's gonna attack us, or he's just friendly towards them? No, I don't attack anyone. Okay. I see them as allies. Oh. So you just are standing still and not doing anything. Good thing the Platadello fights on his own. You see the other one turns to you and says. Or Exioc, he says, now, come on, we do not need to fight. Make it a wisdom saving throw. Oh, my gosh. I w- did I? Okay, question before I do this. Have I already cut Malstoni from his thing? Was I able no. to do that? Why not? I did that before you initiative. Really lo- you rolled really low on initiative. But I did that before initiative. It's all simultaneous. Okay, fine. I'll, whatever. Uh, that's going to be a 19. <laughs> 
Exioc, you bust through whatever they are trying to do to your head. Get out of my head! Uh, it is now your turn on initiative. I bolt up the stairs and cut Malstoni from his bindings. All right. Go ahead and make an attack roll. That's a 12? Uh, 12 hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Can I know what the bindings are? Yeah, they are leather straps. Okay, 8 damage. Okay, you cut through the middle one, the one that's holding his chest. There are four more. There are two around his wrists and two around his ankles. Can I only do one per turn? Gosh. Yeah, it's a one attack kind of thing. Wait, 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 but can't you attack two times with your... You could attack with your... I know, know. hold on. I would like to to say, like, Malstoni, what is this? What what have they done to you? All you hear coming from him is, must, must serve, must, must, must serve. I would like to turn and throw a dagger at the guy who tried to get in my head. Do it. So this is a 17 plus 4, 21. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. I would like to use Fury of the Small as well, so it's plus my level damage. I think I'm just yeah. super angry at this point. They've been trying to get in my head, and seeing as I'm not going to get Malstoni out pretty quick, uh, so that's an extra 4 damage. So that's going to be uh, 12 damage with that knife throw. Wow. And Jeez. you know that you have Toby threatening um, oh. as well, so it's sneak attack. Baby! Uh, so that's going to be another 8. 20 damage. Nice. You see this dagger sinks into his left sternum. Woo! Hirok, that is your turn. I let out a growl. <sighs> oh, man. I really don't want to get charmed. <laughs> I would like to, from behind the door, cast Vicious Mockery on the hurt tiefling. They are both hurt at this point. Oh, I thought it went to one. I'll, I'll go to the, the ram's horn one. Okay. Is that the one who has me under the charm person? That effect? is the one who has you under the charm person. Yeah. <clears throat> and I say, see, you can't even... Wait, wait, wait. Let me think. What voice should I... I'm not going to use my voice. Ooh. Ooh, 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 Here we go. I'm going to do it in Arin. Or what's that language? Yeah, Arin, which yep. is like the language of the sky. And it's very guttural and like cool. ancient sounding. And in it, I'm going to say, see, you can't even make... You can't even charm these people. What are you like? What were you made to do then? Amateur. What is this amateur hour? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fails. Yay! Oh, thank God. What's your spell save DC on that? Good question. <laughs> How do I find that again? Is that spell? Oh, twelve. It's twelve. Or did it go up since I leveled? I don't know. My charisma went from a two to a three. Oh, so it should be thirteen now. 13. Okay, I'll change yeah. that. Well, he, he, he did get an 11. So you see that he doesn't understand what you're saying, but his coy smile turns into a coy frown. And uh, go ahead and roll psychic damage on him. Could, uh, I don't know what a coy frown is. You know it when you see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's a three. Is it plus charisma? I think it's just it's just 1d4 psychic damage, and they have disadvantage on the next attack roll. Oh, sweet. Right. So he three. just made his con saving throw and rolled a nine, which means charm person is dropped. Oh, phew. Gosh dang it. Nice. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm also upset. That takes us now. You guys hear Hirok behind the door that's directly across the hall from you. You hear a lot of rustling and commotion. Poo. And it is now uh, up to Marcus's turn. Did Malstoni say anything? He said must serve. Right? Oh, yeah, must must serve. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going to scream at freaking Exioc. He's brainwashed. He's not there. 
and then I'm going to keep attacking this guy. You got it. <laughs> That's another 19 on the die. Nice. But it is not as good of damage. Uh, so he takes two psychic damage, and then seven slashing damage, and I'm going to tell Toby. Toby. To sicken, boy. So Toby, who acts on right after me, is going to roll up to him and try to pop up and grapple onto his face, but you got hit him. 17 to hit. That that will hit. Yep. Nice. Seven force damage from this uh, platadillo hug to the face. <laughs> Boy, he's not looking great, let me tell you. He just got battered by a whole bunch of stuff by you, Marcus, and he is not looking in the best of sorts. It is his turn, though, and he is going to look at you. You see, like, blood dripping past his face, just purpled and scarred and you see this guy is definitely much more of a bookworm than a fighter and not used to taking hits like this he's going to look at you and i need you to make another wisdom saving throw do i get advantage or no you do not different spell (laughs) uh that's a dirty 20 nice oh my goodness yeah i was terrified there it like twirled on the one for a second just like no. You see the room start to darken around you as little whiffs and shapes start coming out from the floor. But then all of a sudden the room goes back to its normal color as you shake your head and uh, cast off the spell. You see he suddenly looks very afraid. It is now the other one's turn. He's going to look over at his friend and say, we need to get out of here. And he is going to reach over and grab onto his friend's shoulder and say I will see you if you can make it out and you see he is going to snap his fingers and the second one evaporates in a puff of mist oh. what um, so the one that I was hitting va- evaporates uh, the other one okay can I I'm gonna I'm gonna hold the door closed I don't know if he went invisible or just like disintegrated but I'm gonna hold the door closed nonetheless to see if uh, can I do an arcana check to see if I know what that is here, are you on the inside or the outside of the door? I'm on like the hallway side. I'm not in the room, but I'm keeping okay. my eye on the the door. So you just the close the door on Exioc and Hirok and this dude, or Exioc and Marcus. Um, Names are hard. Actually, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the on the side of the door that they're on. Okay, so you're gonna stay in the room. And close yeah, because I don't want to get sighted by whoever's on the other door. It's your turn, Hirok. Or Exioc and Herak, you guys have the same initiative, so it's up to okay. you who wants to go first. I will go first. I will leap off of the small platform and run towards the one with my knife stuck in his chest, and I will leap and try and hit him with the with my dagger again. Ooh, go for it. Roll to hit. Uh, that is a 20 to, to hit. Yes, sir. Okay. And sneak attack, 15. No, wait, 16. Wait, hold on. 15. <laughs> 15 damage, yeah. Exioc, how do you want to do this? I would like to... I uh, jump off the platform. I roll. I run up to him and leap. Is Where's Toby? I'd like to leap over Toby. <laughs> Toby is a little ball of light just on the ground right there. And I will jump. So, uh, yeah, I'll jump over Toby, putting my, ha- my one hand on the knife stuck in his chest. I will bring my other one... Uh, my other knife that was in my hand, and I would just plunge it into the other side of his chest, tackling him to the ground. Is there, is it, is it like too overkill, or am I able to get information out of him at this point? 
you definitely overkilled him. Okay, so I so I went I land on him and I just like end up on top of him, just like both two knives at his chest, just like panting. <sighs> There's uh, a blood trickling out of the corner of his mouth, but just an ever slight smile with his fangs that now his mouth is slack and his eyes lose a bit of their iridescence. And I say, uh, 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 by the great mother Uzai, we're in way over our heads. Can I do a, a history check or anything to see if I know a way to stop this uh, process from happening that's going on in this room? On your turn, you can. Uh, Hirak, okay. uh, uh, you slam the door behind you, and as you do so, you hear on the other side, Quick, they are in that room. We are over quickly overpowered, but uh, if we all rush in there, we can take them. Can I do anything uh, on that? Can I do anything with that? Only Hirak heard that. Oh, okay. Cause, okay. So I can't. You're too far away at this point. Only Hirak heard it. Because I, I would. I, dang it. I, I, I want to use. Ah, ah. So you're saying I can't use my bonus action to do anything real quick? Nope. Dang it. Um. Well, what, what did you want to do? I toss Hirak my immovable rod. Ooh. You guys are on the same initiative order. I'll, I'll allow it. So, because, okay. like, my idea was. Yeah. Like, I'm. I'm like, Great Mother Uzai, we're in over our heads, and then I'd be like, we need to bar the door. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, bar the door. I throw him my the immovable rod to Hirak, hoping he'll know what to do with it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say roll to attack, uh, Exioc. Uh-oh. If it's a good throw. Yeah. Plus dex? Yep. But 19, good anyway. Team. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Uh, Hirak, it comes straight at you, and you catch it. You fumble around a little bit, but it's in your hands. It is your turn. You close the door, and you can use your bonus action to activate the rod if you'd like. Okay, and the door opens inward, like towards us, right? Correct. Okay, yeah, I I put it at the uh, at the handle, and push okay. the button. I've I've seen it be used before, so you got it. At the top of the round, this is Marcus's turn. Well, sorry, before that, th- this is the very top of the round. You hear. The voice on the other side, familiar of the uh, tiefling that was just in this room, say, all right, one, two, three. And you oh, hear no. a bunch of doo 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 clanks against the other side of the door. And you see it budge a little bit, but doesn't <laughs> give way because of the immovable oh, rod. man. <laughs> Marcus, it is your turn. Was pushing the button my whole turn, or? Closing yeah. the door is your action, and then but button was a bonus action, so that was your turn. I see. Okay. I look over and glare at the at the goblin and i go i don't know how you know this man but he's not who you thought he was before i know that now and can i do uh arcana or history check to uh see if i know a way to stop what's going on right now sure i'm gonna call this a arcana check okay uh 18 18 you look into his eyes they are not focusing and they seem to be just all over the place and you can kind of get a faint resemblance of enchantment as the school of magic that was used on this but you are not entirely sure what has been done to this person got it oh and then uh yeah that immovable rod went right by my face right it went past you i'm gonna start moving towards that with my movement what the okay you see there's a little singe mark that appears on the door from this side of you guys as it starts to get really hot. It looks like they're trying to break in the door. Uh, it's still holding for now, but they are definitely doing stuff to it. Are they trying to, like, Qui-Gon Jinn, like, lightsaber through the middle? Or, like, what do you mean singeing? It gets hot in the middle of the door. That's all you know. Okay. Can I 
It's my. Would it be my turn then? Yeah, Exiac and Hirak, you guys. I would can like go at the same time. to. I want to. I want to loot the body. I would like to see if there's anything. Is there any other en- exits to the room? Go ahead and give me perception check. Eight. Doesn't look like it. Then I would like to step in a good vantage point, or step out of the way directly of the door, but in a place where I could cast color spray on the event of their entrance. So I'd like to pull out my little pouch of tricolored sand and uh, prepare that for them. All right. Uh, Yeah, for for their inevitable entrance. And I'd be like, you got. I would like, uh, I'd say, uh, all right, brace for impact. Okay, Exiac, uh, it's your turn. You mean Hirak, but yes. That's what I said. Hirak, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looting the, the body, seeing if there's anything we can use or anything we can learn. Okay, go ahead and give me an investigation. Nine plus two, 11. Ugh. You find a personal journal on him, tucked away in his left shoulder pouch, left breast pocket, and around his waist you find a satchel that's got some money in it. And other than that, there's not a lot on him. As you are looking around the room, too, you see that there are uh, a bunch of papers on the desk that are full of notes. And it seems like this is just a bunch of research that would take some time to sort through. Okay. Wasn't much help, but... (laughs) Back up at the top, you hear the sound of swords and metal things being drawn through the door here, Ak. You see that the wood is starting to splinter on your side as little shards of metal are now making their way through as they are hacking the door apart. Grab the rod. Yeah, that is Marcus' Marcus's turn. So I used my movement to get up to the door last turn, so I'm mm-hmm. here. Gonna say that Toby would have followed me. I like, uh, so this is a wood door, and like swords are coming through it and stuff like that? Yep. Uh, I don't think this would be as effective as I was hoping it would be. Can, can you ready uh, an action? Like, can't he stand by the door and like I'm gonna attack once they go through, or does that? How does that work? Yeah, that's what Exiac yeah. is doing right now. That's what Exiac's doing. I like to turn around, and see Exiac have his action ready, and it's a bonus action to click the rod. I'd like to click the rod, put it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Snags that. <laughs> I'd like to ready my attack, and Toby is going to be to the side of me. So when they swing the door open, the first thing they see is going to be Toby. And then I'm going to be on the side of the door is swinging to, so that way they uh, see me after Toby, but I get to hit them right when they open the door. So uh, you click the rod and step behind the door, <laughs> getting ready uh, as they bust in. You see the there is a kick as the door swings wide, and you immediately see the tiefling with the gazelle horns leading the charge into the room, eyes ablazing and a firebolt in hand. Behind him are five black robed figures that have short swords drawn. Oh my gosh. I would like to cast color spray. Yep. You were holding that, so Exioc, uh, go ahead and do that. And is that a dexterity save on their uh, point? No, it's a hit point thing. And then the lowest, you know, from the ground up, they're blinded. So 10, oh, okay. 7. 31. So I, I affect 31 hit points of creatures. And then whoever has the um, lowest, okay, then uh, they're blinded until the end of my next turn. And it could do more if they have that little. So 31. You see it immediately goes into the blue te- or the purple tiefling's eyes. Um, everyone else is fine. Um, 
and uh, you see that he stumbles as he's leading the charge in yeah. and yeah. a little bit. Does that mean I get advantage on this attack? Or is no, it means he's advantage? blinded. He's blinded and his attacks yeah. are disadvantage. Got it. I do not have advantage. Though. Go ahead and roll and I'll double check on that. No, it's all good. Oh, I don't need to reroll. That's yeah. <laughs> this is uh, the first crit with Marcus, by the way. Hey. Attaboy, Marcus. Join in the club. The third crit of the whole <laughs> campaign feels. <laughs> uh, nine psychic damage. Okay. And 12 uh, slashing damage with this. Marcus, how do you want to do this? He uh, comes through the room, gets blasted by a bunch of colors, and like has his hand uh, up near his face. And I immediately like whip it around so that way it surrounds both his, like, his face is, or his hand essentially gets like whacked against his face. But then I pull the whip back, and in that motion, he just kind of spins over Toby and is now in the room, like just lying there. Mm. Just kind of nice. throws him backwards. You grin to yourself, but now you see these other five black figures charging into the room. Ugh. That's going to be Hirok and Exioc. I will shoot a crossbow bolt at the one leading in behind the color spray guy. I, like, watch him get tumbled, and after I threw my, my sand, I put it away, pulled out my crossbow. That is a uh, 15 to hit. 15 does hit. Is it? Would I? Can I roll sneak attack damage with Toby being right there in the doorway? Toby's not right there. Um, oh, wait. You, you put Toby right in the doorway, right? Yes, I did. So that way he was the first thing they saw. When Gosh, dang it. Sneak attack. All right. Oh, dang it. Well, I, lo- I rolled low. <laughs> so that's only nine damage total. I rolled two ones and a three. Yeah, crossbow gets stuck into his left shoulder for sure. Here, I can see you. I'm going to cast uh, Vicious Mockery on the one that was just uh, shot at. <laughs> and... As I'm playing a little jingle on my, uh, uh, natural 18. <laughs> Dang it. Never mind. I was going to say your biggest enemy right at this point has been a door. I mean, how's that been going? <laughs> but, uh, I guess it doesn't go through. He looks at you and says, we made it through just fine. <laughs> As he swings his sword. And it is now all of their turns. They're oh, all going to no. go at this point. I, think I we're just, toast. uh, I do need you to know. That anyone attacking Toby does have disadvantage, because if I don't tell him to take anything, he naturally takes his takes the dodge action. Okay. Uh, and the first attack against me would be a disadvantage, because he would use his reaction to... <laughs> they look at each other and suss out who is the biggest threat in this room, and it appears to be the man with the whip coming out of his arm. <laughs> okay. So there are going to be... A lot of attacks, a lot of attacks coming at you right now, sir. Yep, the first one's a disadvantage, but yeah, lots of attacks. Uh, first one misses. Yeah. And they move past Toby at this point, so Toby gets an attack of opportunity on the first guy. Oh. Uh, no, he used his reaction to make that disadvantage, so they actually move past him for free. Okay. But do they move past? Oh wait, I used my reaction for the door. Yep, never mind. We're out of that reactions. It's gonna be a twenty-one to hit. That hits. 14 to hit. Uh, 14 misses. Wait, uh, is this on Toby or is this on me? This is all on you. Okay, yeah. The 14 misses. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 misses. 15 to hit. 15 misses. 10 to hit. Oh, uh, come on, yeah, that misses. Natural 20 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. Why'd you <laughs> tag him on, man? <laughs> uh, 7 to hit. No. 23 to hit. 
How many? Wait, is there five? How many guys are there? There's five, but I think they all have multi-attack. All of them have two attacks. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Jeez. It's really easy um, to say, wow, Brad, roll better when you're not the one getting hit. <laughs> How many characters do you want me to create? Wait, guys, Ty? I lost count. How many was that? <laughs> uh, it was two. It was three hits. Yeah, it was three hits, but one was a crit. So. Oh, Oof. man. And I rolled low on damage, too. Uh, Good. This is so scary. We're very outnumbered. I'm not trying to kill you. You egged him on for that twice. Okay, that actually had no... If this character dies, it's <laughs> on you. <laughs> I mean, okay. kind of, uh, That's 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage? But okay. for 10 hits coming at you, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. You see them all swarm at you from all angles and just go ham t- trying to attack you. You dodge the ones that you can, but you feel white hot iron coming in and slashing at you. You s- you look around and you see just this look of wild frenzy in all of their eyes, like almost a bloodlust of just trying to dismantle you, not for like any purpose. It's 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 a very strange look to see, and you've seen it before er- earlier today in the eyes of the cloak figures who attacked oh, you yikes. on the streets. Yeah. Wait, is there some spell or something? Is that what you're getting at? But that is their turn. So now it is your <laughs> turn, Marcus. Pooh. I think we have to fight, stand and fight. I'm not sure there's anything else. I'm going to take those hits. Are any of them injured at all? One of them is. Which is, is it the one that crit me? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. I uh, pull out a little, like, looks like a, a wet, I don't know, glob of kind of paste. I slap it on my chest and rub it across my arm, and I regain a little bit of vitality from it, casting tools. Cool. <laughs> All right. A little bit of Neosporin on there. Toby <laughs> goes right after you. Yeah, and he. I'm going to tell him to use his bonus action to attack the injured one. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. Ten does not hit, right? No, it does not. Okay, yep, so Toby attempts to hit one of these guys and misses. Exeoc, that is you. In the meantime... I reloaded my crossbow, and I'm going to fire at the one I shot last time. You got it. Sneak attack on this one. Uh, that is a four, That's a tw- dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. And for damage, 13. He was looking very hurt. Sweet. And I'll reload. Okay. Bonus action reload. Is that kind of how it works? I think so, yeah. Okay. Then yes. Hirok, that's you. I'm going to try and do another vicious mockery on the hurt one i'm gonna say look what we did to you two boss mans look at it they're both laying on the ground you still want to go after us bloodied and hurt he turns and looks to you and you see the crazy fade from his eyes into sadness just so sad yeah oh go ahead and roll damage nice so three and he has disadvantage on next attack he had three hit points here i kind of oh let me just say this is I was gonna say first kill, but no, this it's is not. My, I was about to <laughs> this say is my second yeah. kill of the campaign. <laughs> Do you remember when you were doing five damage to me? What happened to that? Yeah, come on. <laughs> As he falls, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I can't. I was gonna say the the Mario do 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 Daryl like the dead music. <laughs> no, <but> you should. <laughs> okay, yeah, I play a little jingle as he's uh as he's tumbling, uh-huh. as he tumbles down. So he just dies at the sound of your voice. Pretty yep. much. <laughs> he dropped unconscious at least, but for our purposes, fails all the saving throws. So yeah, that's one down. It is now their turn again. Here they come. And unrelenting, 
they are going to all make their attacks again at Marcus. Marcus, no! One is going to be at disadvantage. All right. Good thing, because the first roll is now a six. <laughs> Yay! So. Okay, hold on. Natural one. Sweet. 19. That hits. 15. Doesn't hit. Uh, Nine. Doesn't hit. 16. Doesn't hit. 20. Dirty 20. Hits. Natural 20. That's two hits and a crit. 14 points to you, sir. I still rolled low. Okay. Praise. I don't want to lose another Jeffrey. <laughs> Back up to you, Marcus. I'm going to yell at the bard. Stop making fun of people and do something. <laughs> <laughs> I killed someone. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then I'm going to take my whip and hit this guy. You got it. 24 to hit. Yes, sir. He takes four psychic and 10 slash. Nice. So 14 total on one of them. And then I tell Toby to get the same one I just hit. Okay. Go and roll the hit for Toby. Natural two on the die. So that does not hit. Yeah, Toby's rolling around trying to find an in, but he can't seem to get in without hurting you too. So he's doing his best. He's doing I that too. After seeing that one uh, guy collapse, I'm actually going to uh, dash in, put, uh, drawing my knives and going with a one-two hit on the on just the closest one. Is that the, Would that be the same one that just uh, got hit by Jeffrey or no? Yeah. Okay, then yes. Uh, first hit is a 22. Yes, sir. Sneak attack. Do I roll the second hit and then do damage like that? See what you did on the first attack first. That would be a 12. 12 is enough. So, yeah, I just, I ran in. Wait, enough to kill him, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I ran in and slashed with my right hand and then am stabbing in my, as I see him just like fall, I turn and jab with my left hand to the other one on the right. And that's a 13 to hit. 13 misses. Dang. You stab at him and swing wide. Uh, Exioc, that's your turn. Hirak again, but yes. Hirak. Why am I? I'm just bad today. <laughs> I apologize. I'm going to use my crossbow on one of them. You got it. Is one of them hurt or? They are all at full health. Okay. I'll just do, I don't know. The one with the coolest goatee. I don't know. <laughs> they are all immaculate. So it's hard to say. Okay, so I shoot Marcus. That no, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay classic, classic. Fellas, <laughs> uh, I rolled a fifteen. Fifteen just hits. Oh, thank God. Eight damage. Oh, nice. Hey. Anything else? Do you have any inspirations left? I have one. Okay. Should I? It's up to you. Use it. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna use it on Marcus. I he's taking a lot of hits. There's still some dudes in the crowd, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use I'm gonna inspire Marcus. Uh, I'm going to say... Sing. <laughs> what? You should sing. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to say... Sing. I'm going to sing... <laughs> Four down, three left, only to swing. Strike them down where they stand, and we'll make it out safe. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Nice. Oh. <laughs> the song of my people. Poetry in motion. The song of my people. Take your D6. And hopefully that inspiration is going to help. First attack's at disadvantage, right? Yeah, first attack will be at disadvantage. Misses. Second attack, 12 to hit, 19 and 23. 10 and 17. 17 misses. So two hits. Two hits. I'm rolling so low. What the heck? Eight points to you, sir. I am still up. You guys have never seen someone 
make as many parries with a whip (laughs) you see he is ducking and dodging and blocking with the whip and just doing everything he can in order to stop getting hit by all of these people because we're not playing with the flanking rules they're not getting advantage on these rolls and they're just straight but it is quite a sight to behold watching marcus dodge all these attacks is it is it is he parrying every time or is he neoing every time (laughs) it's a combination okay yeah Cool. Marcus, it is now your turn. Cool. Uh, Marcus is barely hanging on at the moment, uh, and so he is going to see the guy that was shot with the crossbow bolt by our good friend... Uh, uh, Exioc, the right? bird. Exioc, <laughs> yeah. Exioc, yeah. the bird bard. Yeah, no. Uh, Hirak, the bird bard. Uh, he's going to go, and he's going to like shout back, there you go, and then he's going to roll to hit the guy that he hit. 22 to hit. Yes, sir. He's going to take 5 psychic, 7 slashing. Okay, he's still up. Uh, Toby, finish him. Toby, finish him. That is an 18 from Toby. Yes, sir. Yeah, Toby. And that is max damage of 10 force damage. Oh my goodness. Toby does a lot of damage. Toby, Toby, Toby. You see Toby finally finds an opening and goes full Ramus. (laughs) 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 That's a League of Legends reference. And just barrels into this guy. Shreds him from the bottom up, and you see he just falls, slams his head on the ground, and he is out of there. That leaves us with two left. It is now Hirok and Exiox's turn. I slash at the at the next one closest to me. Do it. Nineteen to hit. Uh, yes, sir. Can I sneak attack damage? Uh huh. Booya! That is a twelve damage hit. Wait, no, fourteen. Sixteen. Oh. <laughs> 60 damage hits. 18, right. 20. Sorry, Keep adding sorry, twos. Sorry. Come on, let's go. Let's kill this guy. I forgot about my plus four. I'm rolling a lot of things here, okay? All right. Bonus attack. Bonus attack is 11. 11 misses. Dang. For those of you who don't know, we talked after the episode last time and discovered that Exiot could have been doing more damage than he has been. By uh, using my throwing daggers to stab as well. So that's what's been going on here. Here, I get your turn. I'm going to cast Healing Word on our good... Nice. I applaud. (laughs) The bird is the word. (laughs) The bird is the word. Amen. So I'm going to roll a d4. Oh, that's a four. That's a four plus. (laughs) So seven. Plus three. Yep. Very nice. Thank you very much, good sir. So that's about half half of their turns. (laughs) I'm feeling the love. Well, there's only two of them left, so... Yeah, but that's still that's four attacks four. you have to survive. That's only four attacks that I have to survive. The first one's at disadvantage, which is good because it would have been a 21, but it's <laughs> instead a natural one. Yeah! Hey. Second attack is an 18. Uh, that just hits. Oh. Okay. Uh, another 18. Oh, yep. no. And a nine. Oh. Okay. Ooh, big damage. 12 points to you, sir. I am down. No. Marcus goes down. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You see them lock eyes and ready themselves, and each of them sees where he's about to jump in order to move and finally gets into finishing blows as Marcus goes down. It is now Exioc and Herox's turn. Or Marcus, death saving throw. Yep. Can you talk about the, the mechanics there again? Yeah, he rolls a d20. If it is uh, nine or below, it's a fail. Uh, it's an 11. So that's a success. If he gets three successes, he's stable. If he gets three failures, then he's dead. And if he rolls a nat 20, he's up to one hit point. Toby still gets to go. Toby will take the dodge action naturally, because I would have to use my bonus action to tell him what to do. Exactly. go. Okay, I am going to stab at the one that I had just hit last time. Okay, go for it. 19 plus 25. 
14 damage? Yep, he's down. Yeah, so I stab him in the back. He As he falls, he falls off the blade of my knife. I hold on to it, and I slash at the next one, which is a miss. It's a three. It's a seven total. Yeah, that misses. Uh, Hirok, it is your turn. There is one left. Okay, is he, he's full health, right? He is at full health. I'm going to stab him with my special little dagger. Oh, okay. You brandish the dagger and charge at him. Exioc, you catch it for the first time. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be 1d4 and 1d6. Roll to hit first. Right, 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 right. Okay, so that's 11, so 17. 17 hits. Okay. I'm going to do 1d4. That's a 3. And d6 is a Monopoly dice, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's a 1. Dang. Okay, so that's 7 points total because you get to add your decks to that as well. Nice. Wouldn't it be, uh, doesn't, is it a plus 1 damage as well? Plus 1 to hit, and then it does ah. the 1d6 psychic. That takes us to top of the round. You see the last guy is going to turn and look at all of you guys and see that it's just two little guys left. The wild look in his eyes gets even crazier, and he's going to lunge at you, Exioc, and take two attacks. All right. That first one is a disadvantage still. That's an eight to hit. Uh, it's a miss. And an 18 to hit. That's a hit. Eight damage to you, sir. Snap. That's fine. Kind of. That is his turn. You hear him say, must must serve must must serve oh no and that is now marcus uh death save 12 that's a success looking good exioc go so how did he hit me he has a short sword and it was just a wild swing and it hit you across the midsection a little bit okay uh yeah i'm just gonna lunge in extending my dagger forward that is a 15 15 barely hits Woohoo! that's not sneak attack right uh you got toby right there oh sweet what? Yeah, I was say, Toby is there. Toby is like the sneak attack service provider. Fifteen damage. He is still up, but barely. Oh my gosh. Can I wanna I wanna get information out of him if I can. So okay. I'm gonna try and how would this work? Would I have to just use a try and use blunt force? You can hit him with the hilt of your dagger to do non lethal damage. Yeah, I'll hit him with the non bladed end if I can. 11 yeah. plus 4, 15. 15 barely hits. Yes. Um, so what would it be for damage then? Bludgeoning? Is it the same? Whatever you're rolling before. Yeah, it's uh, the same damage type. D- D4 plus your dex. Okay. Uh, that's 8 damage. He is out. You turn your hilt around just in time and knock him across the side of the temple and he goes out like a sack of bricks. I immediately put my pack down and tie, like hog tie him with my rope. All right, we're effectively almost out of combat. Here, I get your turn, technically. I'm going to run over to Marcus and okay. do a medicine check. Is that what that is? Yep. This worked out really well last time. This did not work out well last time. I know, but it's statistically more, isn't it? I have a plus two in medicine, so is that? Are you proficient in it? No. Okay, go ahead and roll. Is it better if I let him do death No, I'm pretty sure it's way better if you help him. I think it is, but I also... It is better if you help him. Okay. Folks at home, we have our own homebrew rules for using medicine checks that are untrained. Okay, so I'm going to roll my d20 here. Mm-hmm. It's a 10 plus 2, 12. Okay. You don't do anything to stabilize him, but you also don't do anything to make it worse. So you look at him and you try to suss out what's going on to see if you can stabilize him. And you do a little something here and there but you feel like you don't have a good enough grasp on it yet to do anything, so you just kind of hold off. 
Marcus, go ahead and make a death saving throw. Uh, that is a two. That's a failure. Exioc, it is your turn. What's he at right now? Is he one save, one fail? I am two successes, one fail. If I get a nat one, this character dies. So I'm going to use this turn to hogtie the guy I just knocked out and loot his body. <laughs> well, I want to see if there's anything, any information. I'm looking for information because that'll help us. Uh, so investigation, I'm assuming. Yep. 19. You find a little sack of money. Sweet. But no really personal effects on him other than a little pendant that is in the shape of the hand with the five rings on it. Okay. And uh, it, it seems like he's just your average cult member. Okay. I'm going to run to the door with the rest of my turn and perk my ear out from under my hood and listen intently down the hallway. Perception check. That's a crit one. <laughs> The only thing you can really hear is the blood rushing in your ears from the adrenaline of the combat. That's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to stay and listen because I want to be Here, Act, it is your turn. I'm going to cast Healing Word. I didn't know I could do that on... I can do that on unconscious people, right? Just not... It's probably best if you do it on unconscious people. Okay. It said no undead or constructs, and I thought that meant... <laughs> right, okay. Whatever, okay. whatever, we whatever, get it now. whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm rolling... Sing him a lullaby. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe a, a lullaby isn't great because that's the that's synonymous <laughs> okay, okay. with like sleeping. Okay, sing him some dubstep. <laughs> we don't want him up. to go. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing. Oh, I'm gonna do the the song I wrote. Wait 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 wait. wait. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah. Character yeah, um, building. Faced with the dread that I've been in this exact situation before and it didn't go as planned. I'm going to do two souls laying rest in the sand, oh deep. Nothing we can do except for now weep. And my D4 is a two. All right. Plus three. Marcus five. goes up to five hit points Ooh. and he is up and awake and stable. So if you'd done that last turn, we wouldn't have had to deal with that death save fail. Yeah. But that's okay. We're but learning. Now we know. Okay. Marcus, you snap back and you are sore all over, but you see Toby just kind of panting to the side over there, still glowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you, you're you in pain, but the w- words of the bird bard came through to you and you are now awake. Uh, I'm just going to quickly kind of make sure that all of the people are still firmly under whatever spell they are under. None of them seem to have changed their demeanor. We're effectively out of combat. Now. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I would like to give another couple seconds to listen down the hallway. Okay, perception check again. Continuing your one perception. Uh, 14. You're able to calm your breathing a little bit and listen down dead silence. I'd like to uh, I'd like to read these notes. Okay. You go through and there's the little book that was uh in the one guy's uh breast pocket that Exioc ha- or Exioc, did you take that? No, it was Hirak. Or Hirak. Hirak. Okay, Hirak took that one. So you're looking through the notes and it's an extensive look at the charm person spell. You're reading through these notes and you know about charm person. You've had a cast on you now a couple of times. And uh, it's one of the more common spells that exists within the world. And it looks like whoever these tieflings were, they had been doing research into how to extend the effects of the charm person spell to modify it into something that doesn't just last temporary, but extends into a longer period by damaging the underlying neural network of the brain. Oh, snap. So using magic to rewire the neurochemistry in order to 
make someone more compliant in the long term and to more permanently change the way that they perceive them. Dang. Do I see any like uh, record of test subjects or any kind of like how they've been documenting this research? You, you don't see anything like that. That would probably be something in like a personal journal. Yeah. I would like to. So Which, I turn from the door and I say, well, it seems like it's all for now. Can we take a rest? <laughs> I don't want to take a rest down here. I don't think I'm strong enough to move on. Well, but the the passive hand doesn't stay in one location for too long. Well, also the passive hand can one shot you at five health points. So I I mean like your your funeral if we don't. What are we even here for again? That was I I say that towards uh, Marcus. We need information. That's all you need to know. I'll tell you more when we get back. Why'd you have to run in here? I didn't run in here. I snuck in here. Yeah, how'd that work? Uh, it didn't work out so well. Yeah. Sometimes other people pay for your actions, and sometimes there are people who have paid for mine. All right, all right. Okay, we get it. Lloyd messed up. We will uh, we'll learn from this one, and we'll move on. I think we need to keep moving. I'm going to read the journal, see if there's anything I can find out more than what was already in the notes. Yeah, the journal has a list of specific test subjects that you've been reading through, um, and you see a whole bunch of names on here, at least 35 names that have been written down. Um, each of them has their own page with different notes on how they've responded to things. It seems that these people, some of them were volunteers, but some of them later on in the book, as you can tell for sure, have been under a new initiative to find people who are strong-willed in order to break them, in order to put in that variable of the testing. And you find Melstoney under that section of the newer test subjects. And it seems like they have been doing work on him periodically and releasing the effect on his brain and then having him come back at the at a command word so that they can just basically turn him on and off. And he seems to have been the most respondent to the testing so far. Also under that category are two other names. There is one that says uh, Dinger, D-I-N-G-E-R. And it says female gnome. And that because gnomes have a natural resistance to magic in general, they wanted to see if they could break her will. And testing has gone poorly for her. And she put up so much of a fight that at the end of the page, you just see terminated. Oh, snap. Hmm. You turn the page again, and this one at the top says Elaine. And extensive notes on her as well. Uh, she's a half-elf that they have had issues with at the beginning. But moving on, they were able to eventually take out the fighting power and the will and uh, use their means in order to win her over. And over time have been able to convince her and really re rewire her brain to where the effects have been a complete success in their mind. And now she is one of the higher ranking members of the, the passing hand. Oh. She was promote or she was released and promoted to it, it just says the mountain location uh, for research and development. And there is like a little smiley face with some horns next to it of. You know, like, test well done. Is it like a stamp or written on there? It's it's like a little doodle in the corner. Oh, okay. He was just really happy about that yeah. one. The rest of the names that you find in the book uh, seem to correspond with the people that are here. Um, and they're all in various states of the testing process. But most of them seem to have been volunteers and recruits. Okay, I'm going to go over to Mustoni, And I'm... 
going to attempt to... I don't exactly know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do an arcana check to try and, I don't know, break him out if like he's still in the testing stage, or I don't know. Can, can I attempt an arcana check? I don't know. If- so the arcana check would just be to determine what kind of state he was in, and you're actually, from the notes, you're able to suss out that he is still in that fugue state of not being able to respond to things and you would need the keyword in order to staff him out of it written it, in there it was uh under his page the word is daffodil okay uh can i quickly read through the rest see if there's like if that corresponds to anyone else i don't want to like put anyone else into a rage by using their like if daffodil is used multiple times i don't know if that makes sense but right they seem to like flowers each of them has their own unique uh variant of flower cool. that is used um okay so you read through there's rosemary there's thyme there's you know um, thyme of flowers li- there's er- herbs herbs flowers Brad, cheese herbs flowers <laughs> potato tomato yeah it's okay brad failed his uh, nature ways. check that's right true before, so lily is one of them it's not really important they're, they're just all flower names um going down the list for everybody that is here Garlic. um and they seem to be very organized and systematic so each of them has like a little number rune above them so you can categorize who is who Okay, before speaking the sleep ragent words, I'm I'm gonna say um, I think we should break these people out. I immediately after hearing this, I go no. What? My only concern is there's, I mean they're as good as dead here, and there's, I mean we can come back. They're gonna be used against us. They're as good as our enemies alive. I mean, what if you were in that situation? These what if someone came people, up to you in a fugue state and said, oh, we'll just come back to you later? No, these people are not these people anymore. They could be. They'll come back. Here's what I think. Daffodil. <laughs> you see Melstoni's eyes clear up as, and you've removed his restraints, restraints, right? No, he only had one. No. Removed. No, I do, not, I do not remove them all. Got it. You see, he looks around and says, uh, what, what, what am I doing here? What does uh, why why am I? He, no, Stony, calm down. Here, no, Stony, calm down. We're here to. I know we're here to help. Okay, no, Stony, I got some questions. I bonus action pull out the whip. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, hold on, what? hold on. I hold step, on. I hold step on. between. Uh, you see it? Marcus. He and starts him. to like tug against the restraints. No, Stony, hold no, Stony, still. Can you tell us what happened? I no, I I I was putting away the comments, and the next thing I know, I'm here. Wait, Brad, do I see the book in Exiac's head? Or not Exiac? Hirak! Holy moly! (laughs) We're getting mixed up today. I feel like it's on you guys for choosing similar names. Yeah. Yeah, good thing we talked about it beforehand. Yeah, good thing we, you know, definitely planned. We didn't. (laughs) I would say make a perception check, although Hirak, have you been trying to hide it? He's just been reading it out in the open. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I didn't try this earlier because I was looking at the notes carefully. I'd say you can see it in his hand. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Can you, where, what is this place, Malstoni? I I told you, I do not know. I I don't know. (sighs) We'll come back for you. What do you have there, Hirak? Wait, no, no, let me out. uh, Malstoni? Malstoni, it's not safe. You're safer here. This does not feel safe. Believe me, it is. There's a lot of people around, and we can't trust them, but we know that they're not going to hurt you here in this position. I, I do not like this. I know it's I know it's hard to swallow, but you're going to have to trust us, okay? But, uh, who, who are these people? 
that's a great that's a great question. We're not we're not sure yet. Mount Stony, we will come back for you. And I I climb down from the platform and go over to the uh the guy I hogtied and wave Marcus over. Milestoney, I'm really sorry for this, but it's for your better good. Daffodil. Uh, and I look. <laughs> his his eyes go fugue again, and he just lulls his head back. I look over to Marcus, and or actually, I climb up the ladder. Down. No. Uh. Or am I already up there? Yeah. Yeah. You're already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I hold my knife to the bindings, and I say, Marcus, give me one good reason why I shouldn't cut him free. You don't know what these people have gone through. No, I don't, and that's why I'm telling you to tell me what's going on. These people are all brainwashed. None of them know who they were or what they once were, and unless you have some crazy magic hold ability up, hold that you up, hold been up. showing us. Malstoni knew exactly who he was. He didn't know what he was doing here. He hasn't been completed yet. Do you see those guys who came in here earlier? They're the finished product. He's halfway through. My eyes go wide okay, with realization. Well, here's the thing, Marcus. Do you want us to walk into the next room, and then behind us, the door opens, and there's ten of these brainwashed people to attack you again? How'd that work out last time? Like, we need to, like, get these people out of here. If we don't have a way to fully save them, we're not really saving them. We're just prolonging this. Hey, that sounds good to me. Now, Marcus, I need your help. We need information out of this guy. You do what you want, Hirek. Let me see that book. Okay, I I give him the book. I'm deciding whether to, like, I I do want to save everyone here, but I specifically, like, want to save Malstoni, like, in the immediate right now. I'm going to cut him free. I'm going to say, Daffodil, Malstoni, here's what's going to happen. And I explain to him to, like, the path that we took out and, like, the way we got in Uh here, like, as if, like, I'm telling him to, like, get out of here. Okay. What I need you to do is I need you to get out of town and just for like a day. We don't know how this is happening, but we don't want you near when this charm spell is going on. And we need you to be safe. We need you to be out of any way. I will say there is a flower name that is keeping you under this spell like these people. And if you hear it, then you will go back into the state that they're in. This is all very confusing. I know it is, but we're working with what we got. So I need you to not be around anyone who would know this phrase. I I will seclude myself, if that will make you feel better. Okay, the thing I'm considering is whether to cast invisibility on him so he can make it out of the bar safe. Because I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming that there's people upstairs. Invisibility is concentration. And it's a range of 60 feet, I believe. So as soon as he goes... You would have to follow him out. So that's a no. Can I give him my black cloak? Would that disguise him well enough? Yeah, probably. Okay, I give him my black cloak and tell him... Like, give him the concern that, like, there's probably someone in the bar upstairs who Mm -hmm. recognizes his face. Oh! Oh! I I used my disguise kit on him. I can't use it on myself, but I can use it on him. I make him look different. Yeah, that works. It's not a great job, but combined with the cloak, he doesn't exactly look like Malstoni anymore. Sweet. Okay. He good. says, uh, "I thank you. I will not ask any questions. I will keep it to myself. You can come and find me. There is a small desert rock outcropping hill about one mile to the north of the town. Uh, that is where I'll be keeping myself safe. Okay. Be safe out there, Malstoni. We'll 
We'll find you when we're done here. Have I had the book this whole time? You have. You've been looking through it, and you've discovered what I've told you. Yep. I immediately read a page, and I go, Toby, we gotta go. And uh, I start to head out the way that we came in. Marcus! There's no point of going any further. We've come for what we need. We've come... Okay. Wait. What? Which is? That's that's two words. Which is not not. I'm not saying that there's witches. I'm saying, <laughs> what, what are what are the things we found? I've told you, there are people who pay for other people's choices, and there's somebody that I couldn't have done anything that I do now. She sacrificed everything for me. The least I can do is try for her. Okay, so like, where's the treasure? The mountain location. <gasps> Does this mean we're uh, we're ditching Destune? I'm leaving here as soon as I can. I probably need to rest up at my shop. I don't think I can make the journey alone, but I'm leaving first thing tomorrow. I don't even know where, but... What do you mean you don't know where? Well, I have a good idea. It's not like you get all this information on the passing hand from the library, but this is the closest I've been in a long time. So you're just leaving? There's two more passages. You want to continue down this road? Well, there could be more. I'm good. I'm, I'm personally, I'm good. I don't know about you, but like... I don't really want to mess around with this. I I know the big boss is down here, and I know he's converting a lot of people, but, like, holy moly, like, we're out of spell slots and health points. Like, I don't know how much farther we can go. Okay, then we set people free. Every single person we set free is more attention drawn to this area. Every single eye drawn this way makes it harder for us to get out. Does it, though? I rented a room. We can tell them all to just wait in the room. Till we're long gone. They still have the spell active, though. I mean, it just takes one member of the passing hand to know the word, and like, this is a temporary solution. Okay, but, like, they can get psychiatric help wherever. But is it, are you seriously saying that it's better that we just leave them here, where we know for sure they'll be caught again? I go, fine. We'll meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, and I start to undo the restraints on all of them. As you do that, you hear something from outside the busted-in door. It sounds like another door opening, and you hear a voice coming from down the hallway saying, Well, that is good news. Hopefully we will hear from the Baron soon enough, but it is good to have you back in town, sir. You hear a deep commanding voice respond to it, say, Yes, thank you, Drax. I appreciate all that you've done for us. Hopefully these incursions will not continue. Oh, wait. What's going on? Do you see that? Drax, we have intruders. And that is where we're going to end the episode. Oh, God. Dang it. <laughs> oh, my God. Because we are gone over time. Yes, we But have. it was important to get all of yes. that RP out of the way there at the end. And you guys might be in for another bit of a pickle, depending on what you do from here on out. Hey, we got a lot to break down about what's going on with this episode. Theories, behind the scenes stuff, way that things could have gone. Come and check us out on Patreon, where we have our Afterburner, which is our way discussing and talking about the episode but speaking of our patreon it's the end of the episode and that means we got to shout out our patrons yay hey. our lovely dear denizens of yet Sierra, starting off with meg the manic pixie last we checked in she had just flown into the face of a goateed member of the passing hand and demanded they reverse the reputation of the fragrant sanctum the cultist drew his short sword and took a swing at her, but Meg flew up into the sky to safety. She laughed at them from above because, as we all know, people with goatees can't fly. 
Keith, the captain of the Destune Fire Brigade, according to legend, Keith once put out an entire candle with nothing but a bucket of water and sheer determination. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that brings us back to Joe, the scrawny Goliath. He's fed up with trying to take shortcuts to get swole. He recently joined an underground fight ring with the hopes of starting a Rocky Three montage, but it turns out the underground ring is just for platadillos. You'll get him next time, Joe. <laughs> oh, <look>. Dang it. <laughs> Can't catch a break. Derek, the hooded lifeguard of the Oasis, is currently in panic mode at his secret being discovered. Should he make a run for it? Where would he go? What would he do? Derek didn't know. His self-appointed position is at stake, and there's nowhere to turn. Derek looked up to see another cloaked figure signaling him into an alleyway. Derek followed. (gasps) (laughs) Sophie, the official Destin tour guide was confronted in the streets by a group of black-cloaked figures. Being an expert on all things Destune, she knew that these guys were of the passing hand and therefore up to no good. Instead of running, she stuck to her training and packed away slowly while talking in a reassuring manner to them. (laughs) So reassuring. Thank you, Sophie. What a tour guide. Thank you to our patrons. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Check us out on our social medias. Tommy, what are they? Uh, well, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are on Reddit, r slash Fire and Dice. We are on Twitter, Fire and Dice Pod. Shoot us some questions. We'd love to answer them in our afterburners. And with that, we thank you. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye now.